0: Rolling used to be like the only like given. I feel like your hello hello is now like
1: okay the part signature. of our intro.
0: Yeah, it's like Amber <laughs> Rolling hello hello I'm saying
1: hello to you and to everyone listening. It's like a double oh. hello.
0: Hello hello hello. What do you think the third hello is for? Have you
1: have you heard that song? What it's a TikTok song. It goes oh. hello 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 hello.
0: No, but it's that's four hellos. Pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have to put the explicit label on thanks liz yeah that's true yeah because if you guys didn't know like supposedly if you drop like one swear word you're supposed to put the explicit label on on your podcasts
1: i don't think a lot of kids are listening to us anyway so
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true but uh anyway hello everyone welcome to the bright sides podcast i am rosie that is liz on the other microphone line down there
1: <laughs> yep that's me I
0: down in montana <laughs> and uh are yeah. you
1: farther north than i am
0: i don't know all i know is that i'm west of you
1: hmm we'll look into that
0: We'll find a map later, but now is not the time because this <laughs> is an audio format and we can't show you. So uh, Correct,
1: correct.
0: Yeah. Um, just for a little info about us, if this is your first time listening, um, I am a musician that's currently in Spokane, Washington, and I'm a percussionist and a singer and a songwriter. And I do lots of other music-y things as well, Uh, but those are my main titles, I guess. And uh, Liz, what do you do?
1: Hello, I'm Liz. Um, I am a social photographer and wedding videographer currently based in my hometown of Missoula, Montana. That's where Rosie and I met. We did some college and stuff together, and then she moved away. And uh, this is kind of the main form of communication we have, which has worked out pretty well.
0: Honestly, it's been great. I highly recommend starting a podcast with your best friend. Yeah, dude. Uh, if you are going to move away from each other. Uh, yeah. So.
1: Because we have an excuse to talk to each other every week.
0: Yeah. And we always talk like for like an hour beforehand and also an hour afterward. <laughs> but like we worked during it too. So right, it's like. Exactly. Productive, but. Yeah, my favorite part of my week. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes it's so good lovely so lovely um but uh liz uh how was your week speaking of
1: um doing? yeah we did like rosie said we talked for a little bit before this so i'll keep it brief but um to anyone listening um again if this is your first episode we are both trying to navigate the world of post-grad jobs in life um we both graduated college this year and you know with covid things are difficult trying to find employment um but Something that happened last week that I already told Rosie about, so it's a surprise not to her. But I had my first interview at a real production company, which is very exciting. Because I never thought that I would work for a production company. I never really had the want or the desire to. But I um, hopefully I will hear back later this week um, that I am a post-production assistant. Uh, Our fingers are crossed. I'm very excited. Um, And then coming up this weekend, I have my first, like real real client wedding uh which i'm filming which has always been like my life dream i've done one wedding before but they were a friend so they were nice to me and they weren't allowed to say anything bad so um,
0: (laughs) so these people could say something this
1: person is my boss oh at one of my jobs so pressure's on yeah Uh, but she's very nice and i'm very excited to like actually get to travel somewhere take a little day trip um and hang out at a wedding so
0: yeah, that's
1: You'll awesome. You'll hear more about that next week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, like, for anyone that hasn't been in Montana before, like, Montana weddings, like, they can be such simple weddings and still so beautiful, oh. since pretty much everywhere in Montana is beautiful. I mean, it's there's a gorgeous. couple places that aren't, but if you go out of some of the towns, then you're like, oh, it's beautiful. again. Yeah.
1: You know? Like, sorry if you're from Great Falls. <laughs>
0: sorry if you're from Butte. Like, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so like Montana weddings are a good time. It and Liz just go to them for work, which is pretty yeah. awesome.
1: And people are always like, are you sure you want to wedding? do weddings? you have to work weekends? I'm like, I don't give a heck. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, it's not like you work every single weekend most of the time either. So True. I mean, like, I you-
1: would probably in the summer if I ever like actually picked up business. I probably that's would. That's true.
0: But I guess like you get to decide your schedule. That's very like true. I can say no it. if I really need to. Yeah.
1: So that's anyway, talking awesome. about Montana, it reminded me of this TikTok there's this guy who's going viral right now, and he rates towns in Montana. Oh my god! Oh my god! Amazing. And my favorite one was Livingston. <laughs> and he's like, Livingston is important. famous for four things: wind, dust, trains, <laughs> and grasshoppers. <laughs> oh my god! And I cry every time I see it because it's. So funny. Uh,
0: it's so accurate too. That's yeah, like. Dude. That's what you could say about a lot of eastern Montana towns, though, especially yeah. the wind and the dust part.
1: Yeah, because people always think that Montana is very mountainous, which it is, but like eastern Montana is not at all.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so flat. flat. Flat as a cracker. That's yep. the flattest thing I could think of. <laughs> Unless it's one of those bumpy crackers, and then that's not. No very one wants flat. a
1: bumpy cracker or like that's a ruffle. Right. That's a chip.
0: That's a chip, Liz. A chip. Come on
1: sorry 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 how was your week
0: (laughs) you know my week was good uh i'm gonna slide into our fun little segment we usually do at the beginning called what do you dig which we just (laughs) talk about a thing we dug this week and um because this weekend i went to a drive-in movie for the first time oh
1: my god
0: yes and it was so much fun oh i'm so Um, jealous yeah, if you have a drive-in movie theater or set up near you somewhere, I highly recommend going. Uh, Me and my boyfriend went, we watched The Goonies, which I had never actually seen before.
1: Really? I just yeah, watched that like, last week.
0: Yeah, so it was really fun, and you pull in, and we backed in so that we could open the trunk, and then we leaned the seats back so we could lean against them, and we brought pillows and blankets, and we had Trader Joe's snacks, <laughs> and... um um, yeah, and we just like watched the movie and it was like the best like little date night experience ever. So, I'm going to try to get us to go to another one cuz I thought it was so much fun. But um, I
1: love that. Yeah.
0: So, and then otherwise my week was good, but that, I just figured I'd talk about the highlight and my dig for the week. So Nice.
1: At the same time.
0: Exactly. I'm a queen of multitasking, if you will. So, <laughs> um but Liz, what do you dig this week?
1: You know, it's getting cold, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaves are turning color. So I've and heard. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, is it not there?
0: It is. I just thought it would be cool if I said so. You. Oh. So I've heard. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh
1: no. Uh, um. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. You okay? You're me laugh. <laughs>
0: you but Uh, (laughs) i'm just constantly trying to learn how to be cool
1: anyway what was i talking about my dig Um, (laughs) but i've been digging um the uh the fall drinks oh i got myself
0: a chai right here right
1: i was just like a couple weeks ago i said chai but this Mm -hmm. week's dig is apple cider Mm. oh my god i don't i always it's so good So if you're from wait what
0: Mm. I was just gonna say at my day job I work at an ice cream shop like part time just to make a little more money and um we have this seasonal flavor right now called bay apple cider um in ice cream form oh my god it's so good it tastes like apple pie in ice cream form that sounds amazing it is amazing (laughs) yeah oh my
1: god yeah I if you're from Missoula and you know break espresso they have my favorite apple cider. Ooh, I'll have to get one when I'm in town. Yeah, that's always what I get when we go to jazz. Well, when we did oh. do jazz.
0: <laughs> Damn COVID. Yeah, we <laughs> used to, the coffee shop that Liz is talking about, There, our university would have these jazz performances that happened there, and you could go get pie and drinks and listen to jazz it in the so good fun. old days before the so Rona. Fun.
1: Exactly, and I'd like bring homework and like study a script while I was there. Oh. ugh. That's a very oddly specific aesthetic right there.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Speaking of aesthetics.
0: Yes. Good segue, Liz. I'm so proud. Thank you very much.
1: Um, Rosie can kind of chat about what this week's episode is about because she's been thinking about it a lot more than I have.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Just put it right out there. Um, Yep. Yeah. So this week I really wanted to have a conversation about branding. Um, because as both me and Liz discussed at the beginning of this episode, we're both um, creative types. We're both creative people uh, living in creative jobs and trying to build these careers. And branding is super, super important for any kind of business, whether it's a more like media creative business like me and liz are in or whether you're like trying to sell a product or maybe like some kind of coaching service or something like anything like really i mean really everything is a business and branding is such a huge part in making yourself look professional and uh yeah and so we're both kind of have been constantly going through figuring out our branding like i would say the last two years of college we've both like been thinking about it on and off pretty consistently Mm -hmm. um but i've recently gone through kind of a big branding stage i would say right at the end of college so like this last april may that's when i set up my website and also i've been figuring out a lot of my just kind of more aesthetic things like for my album and for my social media platforms and liz is currently like as we speak, like (laughs) rebranding at this very moment, at this (laughs) very moment. She's actually like super checked out right now. Um, (laughs) uh, No, just kidding. But uh, she is doing a full rebrand of her website Mm -hmm. um, for her, Portraiture stuff, her wedding videography, um, and so I just like wanted to talk to you about that process. We can maybe talk about some of my branding experience as well and what I see for myself in the future, and um, then we also just want to give a couple tips on branding because I think for a lot of people, if you didn't go through some of the classes that me and Liz had the privilege to go through with our media arts classes um it's really hard to figure out where to start and like how how to actually build a brand that's cohesive and so we're not experts at at it but we just want to give you some tips from two people that are currently building it have thought about it a lot and are continuing to learn about it so
1: yes and it's something that like i find really interesting
0: like we may not be experts
1: or whatever but it's so fun to think about
0: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um so yeah, Liz, uh why don't you give us a little insight ins- insight, not inside, Jesus. Um why don't you give us a little insight into what the state of your website looked like before you started rebranding and then why you felt the need to rebrand it. And then yeah, let's start there. Just like and then overall- I'll have yeah, just okay. like set the scene for us and then I have some <laughs> questions about your how your branding is going, your rebranding is going. Okay,
1: gotcha. So um, as a um, person who is involved in the arts, um, having a website is pretty important because it's how people find you. Um, you know, going through high school and college, I never really branded myself as a photographer. I was just kind of a person who took photos and if a friend asked me to take some, cool, fine and dandy. Um, but I never was like, Hey, I am a Missoula photographer. Here's what I offer at these prices, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming into college, I realized that I'd be starting to, um, apply for jobs that were kind of involved in that and related to my field for the first time. And so I think it was, I want to say like three years ago now, I went and had paid for my domain name. So I own LizDellinger.com, which is which, which was a big step, to be honest. It's um, mm-hmm. kind of expensive and kind of a long process to go through. But um, I did it. And that was kind of like the first step of like, okay, yep, I got to be serious about this now, because I'm now investing money into my business, who who I am as a person. Um, so that was kind of my first step. And then yeah, for a couple of years, it was just links to my YouTube. Um, there was like an about page and a contact, which had my Instagram, whatever. But Um, it was mostly just my name, generic fonts. I didn't pay for like anything premium. Um, if we're dropping brand names, I use Weebly.com for my website. Oh, interesting. I didn't know you
0: used Weebly. Yes.
1: And I really like it. I've tried pretty much everything else, but I I like Weebly a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, I use Squarespace personally.
1: Right. Yes. And I, I, I think they had weird stuff about videos or something. Mm, Like, yeah, you had to pay extra to embed them and or something. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, Do your research. Look around. There's tip number one. Um, <laughs> look around and kind of research what different platforms... A lot of platforms offer, like, 30-day trials, so you can kind of design and see what you like and yeah, go which from there.
0: Yeah, definitely use the 30-day trial, because, um, and, like, give it longer than, like, just an hour because, like, it takes a while to learn each of these platforms, and if you feel like it's too hard, like, after an hour, like, some will come pretty easy but they all have tricks so basically i'm just saying like actually take your time to look through it don't just like assume they're all too hard to do you can figure it out it just takes a little bit of time so yeah
1: definitely invest time into it um anyways so moving on from that great awesome was doing kind of okay but didn't really put that much time and effort into looking good and branding myself until my senior year of college when i took a class called professional portfolio And the whole point of that class was to like market ourselves and teach us how to market ourselves. So um, one assignment was to like design your logo and then you'd bring it to class and see what people thought of it and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then at the end of the semester, we ended up with a website and a branding kit and a logo and a color palette and all that kinds of stuff. So it's definitely been a very long journey to get to the point where I am now and I'm still not even done or even close to done. So um, now my website is fine. I don't love it. Um, just even design wise, I don't like how it looks really. So coming into the summer in quarantine, and everything, I wanted to take a step into, hey, yes, I'm not a student anymore. I am a professional. Someone has paid me to do this now. Um, so let's not, not look like that. Let's Let's, let's have a glow up, if you will.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Snaps for the glow up.
1: <laughs> and so I had a color palette that I like. And my overall, Rosie will kind of get into this later, but my overall aesthetic words were magical, floral, elegant, whimsical, that kind of stuff, bohemian. Um, so I stuck to stars, a lot of stars, <laughs> um, and a lot of like curly fonts and like trying to look really girly, and you know, whatever. Um, which is fine. It works fine. I don't love it, but it's how it it is how it is. And so coming in, I wanted it, like when you click on my website, I wanted it to look like a wedding website. Like I wanted it to look grown up and like light colors, really professional, that kind of stuff. So, um, I reached out to a friend of mine who I met through uh, my internship at Disney, who has like started her own graphic design business. And I was like, Hey, could you help me out? making my website look like I am in my 20s and not like I'm 13. Um, (laughs) So she did. And she, I gave her a couple words. I was like, this is the kind of overall look I'm going for. These are the kinds of things I'm looking for. Like, I want my whole name written out. I need a watermark from the bottom corner of my videos. I need some icons for social media, that kind of stuff. And she, like, totally blew my mind. And it's been great. So I've been working on incorporating those and my new color palette into the website before I publish it. And that's kind of where I am right now awesome yeah
0: that's exactly what i was hoping for so thank you (laughs) yes um yeah so i guess my main question is um one thing that i haven't really had to think about too much yet i i kind of have and we can talk about it if we get to it but um is that you right now especially like transforming your website into something that's more that's shows more of the wedding videographer side of things um for any of you that have ever seen like just like look up wedding photographers real fast on instagram Mm -hmm. like they have a look like all of those pages and all of those logos they have a very specific design to them and a very specific vibe that screams like i am a wedding videographer Mm -hmm. pay me money to come video your wedding
1: i like lens flares
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it has a very specific look, but obviously a really important part of branding is also looking unique and making sure that your brand stands out. And, um, but I think that is really challenging when you're also trying to brand yourself into a specific field. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where some people can get <laughs> stuck in their branding a lot is wanting to, make sure they look like whatever their product or their service is, but still maintaining like their sense of self and um, identity. And so I was wondering like, what kinds of things have you thought about to incorporate both wedding videography, uh, general branding styles and your own branding style?
1: Yes. Oh, great question. Okay. The first big thing that comes to mind is my business I titled as my name Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah yeah a really popular thing in weddings specifically is like they'll come up with some kind of name to name their production company um but the problem is i'm by myself right now i don't have a partner right um especially with weddings i've noticed recently it's really popular to have like a husband and wife duo who owns this production company and they go do weddings um and so they'll name it i don't know like I don't fucking know the ones the ones in-
0: it's like magical moments yeah exactly like, like
1: that's like on the something in your side
0: yeah yeah like like a croissant
1: yeah <laughs> I just well, the, like the website I'm looking at right now is the prairie film company like yeah or, you know something like that and so I didn't want to do that because one I wanted it to be you search my name you see me you know yeah. I didn't want it I didn't want to have to brand myself as a name because what if I want to change it later or I don't know. Yeah. Anything like that. And so that's been a really big question for me in my branding. It's like, Oh, do I still want to continue this? Do I want to come up with something romantic or whatever? Yeah. But it's like, no, because I also, I don't only do weddings. Like, yeah, that's what I eventually want to mainly focus on. It's not the only thing I do right now. Right. And so I don't want all of my work to be tied to one wedding me Lamore name or whatever you know yeah yeah um, so that was a big one that was a really big one and then also to go along with that my name isn't Liz legally <laughs> um and so that was another big thing is like do I want people to know my legal name as do I want to brand myself as Elizabeth um and then I ultimately decided not to because no one calls me that but these are all kind of like questions I had to start with. Like these are like w- literally what you start with is what is your business called? Like what do you want to name yourself? Yeah. Um, and having it as my name has been way easier. Than yeah. <laughs> anything else? Because um, like even for Instagram, I just started my business Instagram like two weeks ago, and it's just my name Productions, which is literally so nice because when people search into Instagram Liz Donju, they're gonna get my personal one and they're gonna get my business one at the same time yeah which is what i wanted definitely so that's been big
0: yeah i think Um, it's also worth mentioning too like i mean you basically just touched on it but if you already have some kind of digital footprint and what we mean by that is just like having social media accounts with some amount of traction whether it's youtube instagram facebook twitter tiktok etc like Use that to your advantage, you know, and like so for Liz, that makes a lot of sense because she does you have like neither of us have gigantic followings, but you have over a thousand followers yeah. and mm-hmm. and like and so do I and so um. You know, there's enough people at this point that have seen your name out there, and I'm sure some of them follow you because your photography is good, you know, and not, yeah. not because they know you necessarily. And so, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just like if you have a digital footprint with your name already, uh, that could be a really good reason to use your name and not necessarily some other Word obviously it depends on the thing. Like if you're making a shampoo, you probably don't want to call it Elizabeth <laughs> dillinger <you> know, <laughs> very true, very true.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well maybe you do. I don't. Know. <laughs>
0: that that would be very different. So you would stand out. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> please let me know if you're going to name a shampoo after me. I will. <laughs> I'd be honored. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, okay, but um, <laughs> also within, like, kind of the reason, wanting to stand out, but also blend in. It's such a weird balance. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. So everyone who knows me knows that my favorite color is yellow. Um. And so I really have wanted yellow to be a part of my brand for a really long time. But it mm-hmm. took so long to find the yellow that I wanted, mm-hmm. uh, which is such a prestigious thing to say, like, but, okay. so no, this yeah. isn't right.
0: But I know what you mean, because I yes. have, like, a pretty large color palette, which if you go to my website, we'll also, we'll link Liz's Instagram, we'll link mine, um, both of her Instagrams, and, like both of our websites down below just so you can see like if you want to go follow look at along
1: them. with us exactly yeah. <laughs>
0: if you want to see like what we're talking about but like my yeah. website like has the color palette that i have now and yeah and like to find that specific shade of green that i wanted took <laughs> for fucking ever
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel uh, yeah it's um, so ridiculous
0: yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, back to yellows, though, yes. not greens.
1: Um, no, you're fine. <laughs> this, episode, this episode does not interview about me. Um, <laughs> anyways, so once I found the yellow that I liked, if you're curious, the hex code is E36... No, E3C567. Um,
0: <laughs> I also love that this is not the first time we've said hex codes on our podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> continue.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, um... So, yeah, I picked that one. And then I picked, like, kind of lighter, more neutral colors that fit around that. So, like, that's my accent color. But then I have, uh, like, a gray and, like, a dark green and that kind of stuff that are almost more masculine Mm -hmm. um, to kind of balance that out, like, the boldness of it. And so when you look up a wedding film website, you're mostly going to see black and white. Like, not going to (laughs) lie. The one I'm looking at right now, literally their logo is black. Their headers are white. Everything's in black and white.
0: Yeah, Um, and also, I'm going to stick in a side note. Like, uh, I think a big reason that is, is one, black and white looks really formal. Um, Mm -hmm. And two, like, it literally goes with the color of, like, traditional wedding attire, like, when you think about it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, just thinking from, like, the first people that had like wedding photography or videography brands, that's like probably kind of where their mind was going. Like, so for those of you that are like, where do you get inspiration from colors? Like that's like a very concrete place that wedding branding colors probably came Mm -hmm. from. I don't know that for sure, but like you like pull from the experience of whatever you're selling to like get those colors. Um, Definitely. So anyway, that was a side note, but continue.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think with black and white and kind of neutral colors, it's, you can have any thumbnail of any video and it's going to match. Yeah, um, very true. Right, which is something I I wanted to keep in mind, but I didn't want to follow that. I didn't want to, because I, I, black and white seems really formal to me. Mm-hmm. Like very formal. And I am not a formal person. Um, and so, like I said, I have like a light pink, I have my yellow, I have a slate gray, I have like a navy blue, that kind of stuff. Um, and I feel like that just, any kind of pop of color on a wedding website is going to be what stands out. But it's yeah. like because they're so light and they're I, like not even blendable is I guess is the word I'm looking for. Like I can use any combination of them and it's going to look okay. Yeah. Um, is what I was looking for. Definitely. That's Just awesome. any kind of pop of color besides the traditional black and white.
0: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. So what I'm hearing is that like that pop of color since that is so different for wedding websites is kind of you maintaining your personality yeah wow. and it's probably is so are those colors gonna be kind of on a base of black and white a lot of the time probably um, yeah Like yeah. I'm, I'm
1: gonna stick to like all black text and mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff um but, you know if as it depends on like the headers I choose and stuff or if yeah. I have like a, a text block or something mm-hmm do those kind of fun accent colors which i think is fun and keeps things interesting yeah <laughs> so
0: absolutely
1: yeah
0: cool well do you have um do you have like other plans for your branding um or are there like any other elements of branding because we've talked a lot about like colors um yeah. What about logo? Are you developing a new logo for yourself yes, I right am. now? All right, talk. right. Let's uh, talk a little bit about that. I feel like logo design could be uh, like 8,000 episodes in and of itself. but uh, um, so fun. But uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your process for kind of designing your logo.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um, so something that was important for me when I was doing logo design is I wanted one that was like a longer, thin one, like a rectangle shape. And then I wanted a circular shape. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I wanted one that could be like YouTube channel banner or, um, I don't know, it could sit in the top corner of the website. But then I also wanted a circular one for, you know, business cards sitting in the corner as a watermark of my videos, um, that kind of stuff. And so I wanted a logo that could be adapted into many different shapes. Um, And so the one that I came up with when I was in that class I was talking about, so about a year and a half ago... Um I designed myself and I really liked it. Um I don't know how to describe it, but um if you're following along on the website, um it's basically my last name Dellinger in like a thick, like a bolder typewriter font almost, and mm-hmm. then Liz in my signature interweaving across Dellinger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so that's like my longer kind of shape. And then I had some stars around it because magic. Um <laughs> And, and then Dellinger was in that yellow that I liked. And then my signature Liz was in black. So super basic. But I really liked kind of the combination between a script font and a block font. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I this is what I, that's my old one that I sent to Hannah, my graphic center. And I was like, this is what I have. Um, I really like how it looks right now, but we need to glow up. Like I said, I want it to look more elegant and grown up. And so she kind of did the same thing, but with a little oomph to it um mm-hmm. so it's the same concept so Dellinger's in the back with the script Liz Dellinger is now in a light gray um the Liz is in a dark green and then on the D there's like a little plant and a flower Cute. yes so the D with the plant and the flower is my watermark and it's all like a looks like a it almost looks like a coffee ring like mm-hmm. it looks like it's water or something in a circle around it Gotcha. Yeah, so it's kind of just like, it was. I liked the concept that I originally had, but Hannah just kind of just knew how to make it better and did. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, if you need a graphic designer, hit up Hannah Clark at HD Design because I'm obsessed with her and she did yeah. really well. Yeah, <laughs>
0: honestly, I might hit her up. I'm getting pretty <laughs> sold by you talking about her and I need some help, so. Yeah, um. and she, so
1: I eventually, um, I sent her my mood board. From a couple years ago and i was like this is what i had before and she asked all the right questions she was like so you're thinking of having a logo more along what you already have um do you want other variations if so do you want icons do you want patterns do you want like an insta profile picture blah 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 blah." and then she like did it and it was the coolest thing and i'm obsessed (laughs) yeah
0: um i think i think this is a really good moment for another tip about branding yourself that it can be super super overwhelming and both Liz and I have graphic design experience mm-hmm. and both Liz and I have also asked for help with graphic design. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh like I you it sounds like you're doing it way more than I ever have right now cuz I've been trying to go like the cheap route <laughs> for the <Right. laughs> for the yeah. last few years, but I'm definitely getting to the point where I need some stuff to just look crazy professional and I need somebody that like spends their whole job doing that you know yeah um
1: and that's what they love like they know like even if you don't know what they're talking about they can take the words that you're telling them and turn it into what you want
0: exactly yeah and so just like remember that uh you can ask for help on this and that might make it so much better of an experience because if you don't know the questions to ask just like liz said a graphic designer will know the questions to ask you to like get the ball rolling um so don't feel like you have to design it yourself or anything um or if you're like so lost even after this podcast episode because it's such a like big undertaking to like brand yourself really really well Mm -hmm. um definitely like hire some people like go on fiverr or upwork like those kinds of sites too um those like there's millions of graphic designers on there i'm not even kidding so (laughs) um and you can usually find it pretty inexpensive too if you just want to get a couple of mock ups for something you want. So um yeah, that's um that's a little tip about not doing it all on your own.
1: Yeah. You don't um, have to. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, Liz, what other tips do you have for people about um branding and if it's like super overwhelming for them? Uh I have a couple too, but I'd love to hear what you want to start with
1: yeah for sure um i think the main point i want to bring up is don't be too trendy um mm-hmm. that was a thing that came up a lot in the class i was taking because everyone would bring their ideas and we'd like critique them i guess or whatever um but so many people would do the same thing like it was like i don't know a circle with an initial which like, again is what i did but um, <laughs> or they tried to make some kind of super crazy intricate thing and it's like yeah that's cool but how is that going to translate onto a card or if it has to be shrunken into a small profile picture or stuff like that so um I think keeping it original and simple is your best route it doesn't have to be a picture um it can literally just be your name like mine is and it there's so much to do in that in the world of fonts and colors and layout um so definitely do your research and see what looks good and what you like but don't I guess don't be too trendy is the best way I can say that. Um,
0: Yeah. Make sure it's timeless. Yeah. Yeah. And clarity is key. Like, Like if somebody – if you show it to multiple people, which you should show your branding stuff to people to make sure they understand and get their feedback on what they think it represents. Because if you are trying to have this like really upscale photography business and people think – from your logo that you're probably a children's photographer exclusively Mm -hmm. then you should probably go back it probably means you're using too many colors or your font looks kind of childish or something like that yeah and so um get other people's feedback and uh yeah it should be very clear just from the branding like obviously if it's just liz's name like yeah you might not know um that it's a production company unless it is one of her logos that says Liz Dellinger Productions. Yeah. But it should at least be clear, like the vibe of event that she's going for, you know, like that kind of, like she was saying that timeless, elegant, beautiful kind of look that people want their wedding videos to have. So. Yep.
1: yeah, Yeah. How well, I know like, I don't know if you necessarily have like a logo logo. So how is your branding different musician wise?
0: Yeah, so I really do want a logo. I have put off making a logo. It just is like one of the things that has gone on the back burner because I really wanted it when I like launched my website in the spring. And then I was just like, the rest of the website is done. I literally just don't have a logo. So I ended up putting the website public and um i was like i'll get to a logo eventually so that is definitely something i want to do and i have some ideas but this is a spot where i would really like to hire somebody out to just like make it exactly like i want it to look you know mm-hmm. um because i could do it but it would take me so much longer and be so much more painful of a process than if i just hired somebody to do it <laughs> right um so um so i do think it's uh I don't think musicians, I don't think it's as important that you have a logo as it is for other creative businesses, but I still think it's a good idea, you know, just to have something that you can, like, it would be really nice if I started watermarking all my Instagram videos, you know, and things like that, because I put Uh a lot of video content out on Instagram. (laughs) And um, yeah, so like my branding has been interesting because right now... Like, my business is truly just, like, myself as a person in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, yeah. um, which yours is, too. But it's just, like, a, am very much, like people are directly hiring me like there's no product that they get at the end like with your business they're get they'll get the wedding video right Right. but like with me they're hiring me to like come and play or play on their thing so I guess like if I do recordings for them there's kind of a product but they like they really have to like working with me or listening to me because like I'm the product that's what it is and so in my branding um I didn't have to worry quite as much as Liz talked about as making sure my branding fit into the mold of like other businesses like mine Um, because all musicians are really different and there's a million kinds of musicians so there's not really one way to brand yourself as a musician
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um but I did look at a lot of different musician websites to see what the vibe was a lot of the musicians that i really liked um their websites were very simplistic a lot of black and white ones there too and a lot of like lower a lot of lowercase like sans serif um fonts for all their stuff to like give that really minimalist clean look to it interesting um,
1: okay
0: was very in for like more contemporary musicians um and it was also kind of hard because i'm trying to like blend this world of like somebody that came from a classical background but is very much mostly playing pop music and can do a lot of stuff in between and so my branding i really like where it's at now it's a fairly colorful palette but i would say that most of the colors are on the neutral side. um, Mm -hmm. Even though my main colors are like a green and a tan and a, like a light green and a dark green tan cream color and a pink. Those are like my main ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just felt like those were colors I wear a lot. Those are colors that I just like, like to have in my life, like in my, like my literal objects in life. And, um, especially since like me and in my space is like what's being videoed and shared and produced so much. I just like wanted my brand colors to really represent me and like the color palette that I have. Um, So I very literally like looked at my life and was like, oh, like these are the colors I'm attracted (laughs) to and then figured figured out tones that actually work together and made sure that they weren't clashing really terribly or anything right Um, because like liz said you want to make sure they all go together um so yeah and then my font choices are um i really wanted to go for some fonts that kind of like said creativity in them, like in the font choice itself. So the f- the main font on my website, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like this really interesting mix of lowercase and uppercase letters throughout the font um, so that it gives a lot of dimension and levels, but it's still really readable. Um, and I just wanted it to look really, I just wanted the font choice itself to look really unique just to show that I'm like taking the time to make creative choices like I want that to be said in my font choice on my website and so that's like a piece of consideration that went into that but then my main body font is um that like sans serif kind of font um like I've seen in so many other musicians websites so I guess in that way I was still kind of trying to blend into theirs but it's it's a little more unique it's real way type face for anyone that's curious. Oh,
1: nice. Um mine is Baskerville if anyone ooh, wants to look that up. <laughs> we
0: love Baskerville. Love yeah. that. Yeah. But um but yeah, so a lot of the same I know that was a little rambly, but it's a lot of the same ideas you went through. It's but um but it's definitely different. So we should probably do more in-depth episodes on each of our sides in the future because ooh. um I think there's I think there's a lot to be said about musician branding versus photography visual arts
1: yeah branding. definitely
0: um so so yeah but a lot of the same ideas can apply so
1: yeah I agree. I agree yeah and something I've always looked into I'm just I'm looking at a page of your website right now mm-hmm. um I think something that's cool about yours and maybe you did it in unintentionally but there's a lot of like metallic gold in yes. your photos yes
0: and um, I didn't do it, like, su- I d- haven't done that super intentionally, but, like, here's how, like, nerdy I am about branding. Like, I, you know how, so if you're a girl at, like, around me and Liz's age, like, early 20s, late teens, you've probably thought about the fact of whether you're a silver jewelry girl or a gold jewelry girl, uh-huh. like, You've probably thought about that. And maybe you think we're being stupid, but I know other girls have That's thought about it.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so, and, like, it's come to the point where I, like, like both of them equally. But I realized, again, that, like, so many things in my life are gold. And I, like... And I usually gravitate towards golden earrings and stuff. And I have realized that that works really well in my brand. My vibraphone is like a beautiful gold color. Um, so that's like a third of the video screen when I video myself playing vibraphone, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. So yeah, like that gold color, I guess I haven't really ever like super consciously thought of it. But you're right. That is totally part of my brand. Like yeah. is that gold color? And
1: um, I like I something we thought about when I was in that class is colors versus, like, textures. Yeah. And I feel like a metallic would be a texture for you rather than a color.
0: Totally, yeah. Which I've never really... I haven't thought about the texture stuff as much, but if I were to say... Like, a big part of my um, color palette actually came from montana colors like i would take Mm -hmm. pictures of some of my favorite scenes from montana and i would literally take the eyedropper tool in photoshop and like grab out tones that i loved in those montana colors so that's why i ended up with a lot of like greens from like all of the pine trees around and the like my tan color that i have came from like the really dry grass we get in like august and through fall and stuff like that um so yeah yeah, that's a cool way to get your colors too. Like take inspiration photos of that have a color palette that just is like really appealing and you feel connected to and draw from that. So,
1: yeah. And another thing I want to note on that. I've been asked to do branding kits for other people before. Um and like for Nick specifically. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, can you help me do my website?" I was like, "Yeah." Um and what I did, because I was like, okay, what's the color that I associate with Nick? And I picked navy blue because that's, like, all he wears. Um, (laughs) And so I went to this website called, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's C-O-O-L-O-R-S dot com. Yes,
0: I love that website. It's
1: incredible. So you, like, find one color, you lock it down, and every time you push the space bar, it generates a new color palette based around the colors that you've locked.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, my God. So helpful.
0: Yeah, it's honestly, like, the dopest website like i sometimes just go on there for fun like it not really fun. not even when i have like a project like yeah i'm so, so glad if you're you struggling with
1: that. yeah so if you're struggling with where to start i think that's a good place to start for colors
0: yeah um the last thing that i personally want to mention um that's a really helpful tool when you're starting your brand is liz touched on it earlier in the episode when she said those three or four words that she wanted her brand to be, what she wanted to be portrayed in her brand. And what were the words again? Magical. Uh,
1: Magical, elegant, whimsical, floral.
0: Yeah. And so when you start to get that list of words, and like Liz said, that's part of what can go in your brand kit as well. Like uh, an addition to like the logos and things like that. Like having that list of words is actually really, really important And as you can see, those are all really, really descriptive words. And hopefully they generate images for you right away. And you can start to see like what kinds of things overlap between those words or what kinds of things could play off of each other and maybe juxtapose each other in a really satisfying way. And getting those words is like just so... It's so helpful in starting to see the brand and not just see the thing that is the brand, if that makes any sense. So instead Mm -hmm. of just saying it's a photography business and thinking of like cameras and equipment and it's like, okay, well, that's all like black and metal, you know, like that's like, you know, but then when you put those other words on it, it really opens up what this brand is supposed to look like and what it's supposed to be um so making like a list of at least like four or five really solid words but you could even go up to like 20 words and then maybe like pick out the ones that you want to be the dominant words that describe your brand yeah um, is super helpful and is a really great first step in establishing your brand
1: yeah we did that in class we like bring, like we do like collage, basically, we pick pictures off of Pinterest or something and um, your fonts and stuff like that. And then we bring them to class and other people like other people would try to guess what the words were. Yeah, which was cool. Um, That's so fun. I, I remember I remember exactly what my professor said. She's like, this person seems really magical, but really grounded. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that is such a compliment. That is such a compliment. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because I mixed, I think it was, like, uh, sunflowers and stuff with, like, this grid pattern as a texture, which was cool. Um, obviously, I've drifted away from that now that I'm trying to do the wedding thing. But it was a fun exercise. So try something like that and see what people, if what you are trying to come across comes across to other people. Yeah.
0: And, okay, you just, you just popped something else in my head. This is my actual last comment, and then we can move on, or maybe not. Who knows? But, um... <laughs> I think what you said is just so important is that rarely are you ever going to get to a point with your brand where you're like, oh my gosh, it's perfect. Like, yeah, true. And- very true. And, and that's like really any creative thing, right? Is like it's really hard to get to that state of thinking that something is perfect and like finalized and it's going to fit forever. And as like times change and new trends appear, like your brand actually won't work forever. And like as you grow, especially if you're like more branding yourself like me or Liz is, like your brand is going to change with you. And Liz's story is like a testament to that. I'm sure my brand is going to change some in the next year a ton
1: like oh i remember when you did like the green and yellow scribbles on your youtube videos
0: yeah exactly (laughs) so it's already changed a lot (laughs) but um so just like don't use that as like an excuse to not brand yourself and like wait on it like just go for it it's okay if it changes like you just want to get a good base and then things will slowly change over time as you see fit. And that's completely okay. Um, It would be really fun if we did some like case studies of like really famous brands. Um, Like I'm thinking of like Apple, you know, like which their brand has like been really solid the whole time that they've been a brand. But there are like little changes over time that they've implemented to keep with the times, you know? And um, so, yeah, just like, you don't need to get it to a final spot where it's going to be forever. Just like, just post it. <laughs> just do yep. it.
1: Yep. And thinking of Apple. Simple is better. Exactly. That's like, right. If you think about the logo, it's two shapes.
0: <laughs> yep. Iconic shapes. So. Very iconic
1: shapes. Yeah. Have you seen the thing about FedEx?
0: Uh, that it has like an arrow the in arrow. it? The arrow.
1: Yeah. It's like yeah. what? Yeah. Isn't that cool? It's crazy.
0: Yeah. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, in the X part of FedEx, so between the E and the X, if you look between the letters, there's an arrow in it, like a shipping arrow.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very cool.
1: Like, it's so subconscious. There's Obviously, also- you, don't have to, you don't have to put that much thought into your own
0: but- <laughs> Yeah, we haven't. So you're good. But yeah. there's also a spoon in the E. Oh, Yeah. But that doesn't really relate to FedEx. I've just always <laughs> noticed that there's a spoon.
1: Spoons are cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Okay, well, I really enjoyed this conversation. I, I hope we have, I really think we should continue to talk about this in future episodes because this was yeah. a blast. And um, if you guys got anything from it or you have more specific questions about anything we said because i know we touched on a ton of different things um let us know and we'll be happy to dive into those more
1: what if we got hannah to come on and talk about
0: that would be great i would love that i could definitely
1: do that hannah i love you
0: (laughs) awesome i love it so uh so yeah, um before we end the podcast, Liz, should we do our our normal segments of yes. Disney news and song releases and I songs of the week?
1: Forgot about our segments until <laughs> just now. I have I have my answers though.
0: Okay, awesome. What are we starting with? Uh, let's hear some Disney news. It's so sad though. Oh, okay. Well, mine's mine are never sad. So okay, mine's kind of sad
1: because it's all I've been thinking about for the past week. <laughs> Um, If you don't know anything about me, I love Disney more than my entire life combined. Um, But (laughs) Disney laid off 28,000 cast members last week. Yikes! Like, they can't work anymore. Like They got fired.
0: Jesus. Okay. Um,
1: Included in that is pretty much all of the department that I worked in. (laughs) Oh, no. So pretty much... I think there was, like, two PhotoPass people who got their jobs back. Um, Because... This rumor is that they're just getting rid of PhotoPass um, and using like the automated cameras that they had already been using in certain locations. I mm-hmm. think they're just moving towards using those everywhere, <laughs> which is crazy and very sad because that was like, when people always asked me what I wanted to do after graduation, I was like, oh, I want to go back to PhotoPass because it was amazing. and I loved it. So my, all of my Facebook timeline has been people posting about how much they are going to miss their jobs and they wish it hadn't ended like this or whatever. Yeah. And it's been very sad. Um, so it's not happy Disney news this week, but, uh, a lot of people are handling it very well and they're like, you know what? Maybe this was just like time to go next chapter in my life. Cool. Whatever. And a lot of people are like, okay, this isn't goodbye. It's a see you later. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh. It's so sad. 28,000 from across the world.
0: That's a lot. That is a lot. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: And one of them was like my favorite coordinator and he had been to Glacier Park and so he always asked me about Montana and mm-hmm. he'd been there for, he'd been working there for like 35 years.
0: Oh my god, seriously, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's Or insane. like the
1: one girl who was like my favorite person ever. She was our um college program coordinator so she was always one who would like check in with us and make sure we were doing good and she would like everyone in photopass would be like do you want to continue with the company like what are your end goals how are we going to get you there that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um leonard wrote me a letter of recommendation (laughs) wow yeah and so it was just really sad seeing everybody say goodbye to each other yeah i can imagine yeah it's fine it's gotta happen yeah yeah And they've been furloughed since March. So, I mean.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was sad. Okay. I told you.
1: I'm Uh, glad we started with it. Yeah.
0: I'm going to talk about some new music releases that I'm excited about. Yes. Um, So, the first one is, I think, I've talked about the Dirty Projectors a couple times, I think, maybe. But they're a cool band. I like their uh, earlier stuff. They have this album from, I think it's 2012, that I like a ton um with Bjork actually. That's oh, really, really cool. Yeah, it's a really cool album. Um, but they have a full new album. They released just like part of it like a couple weeks ago, um, called Earth Crisis. And I'm sure it's gonna be dang good. I actually have not listened to it yet. It's on my my list this week to listen through. Um, But I'm very excited about that. And then the other one that I want to talk about is there's Mm -hmm. a new single by Lake Street Dive called Making Do. And it's very much about the state of the world right now and the world that we're giving to the generations to come, the world that's being given to us right now, and how we're just kind of like having to make do with what we have. Um so it's a little bit inspirational and it's also still a banger because it's like street dive. So um we love them. Yeah, so anyway, those are my new releases for the week.
1: Exciting.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, well, yes,
1: yes. More music things. <laughs> yes. We also like to talk about a song that we've liked from the past week. Um and mine is a good old Ed Sheeran classic. Ooh. And it's Go Away, Girl. Nice. I love that one. I surprised my mom the other day because she really likes the song, but she only knows the chorus and I know like all the words.
0: Uh-huh. She's like,
1: you know all the words to this? I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah, mom, I'm cool.
1: <laughs> also, this this album has a plot in my heart because it's the only album I had downloaded on my phone when we drove to Reno oh. when I was a freshman. <laughs> yeah. So I listened to this album for 30 hours.
0: Oh my 15 god. 15
1: there and 15 back. So I know I know the divide album very well. <laughs>
0: that's impressive. That's very impressive.
1: <laughs> Thank you. But that's how that's why I know all words.
0: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, great stuff. Uh, my song of the week is um In Too Deep by Jacob Collier, and it's mm, featuring mm-hmm. um, I don't know how to say your name. Kiana Lede? Lede? I don't know how to say it. Lede? But they um that was on his DeJesse Volume Three album and it's got like trap beats under it, basically. But they just released an acoustic version and it's so beautiful. Like don't get me wrong, I love Jacob Collier's stuff and I um I'm not like a mega fan, but I really respect what he does because holy cow, he's like a genius, basically. Mm-hmm. But um sometimes he just has like he's known for having like over 150 tracks in a song like that's pretty normal for him which is ridiculous that's crazy yeah Yeah, like just like so you know like when you (laughs) think of like the normal like like song like if if you had like 30 to 50 in a song that would be like pretty crazy that would be wild and so Mm -hmm. to have like 150 is like dear lord that's so much to handle i can't even imagine um so it's really cool when he does that, but he has such a beautiful voice and just is like such a great instrumentalist that it's so awesome to hear when things are pulled back because he really can just stand alone as a musician so well. So um, yeah, anyway, I've been really digging that song this week.
1: Nice. Sounds like a good
0: one. Yes, it's good. 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 Speaking of gooden, this was a gooden episode.
1: Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would agree.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let you let you know, let us know if you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to hear more like it, um, and uh, we upload every Tuesday. So get psyched to hear us, uh, coming Tuesday, and uh, (laughs) hear us again in the morning.
1: On uh, a Tuesday, Liz,
0: take it away before I keep talking.
1: <laughs> um, if you want to say hi or you have any comments or you want to ask us a deep philosophical question, you can do that. Uh, we <laughs> we have an Instagram at the Bright Sides Podcast, and it's fun time over there.
0: <laughs> the Bright big kiss. For clarification, that was the Bright Sides Podcast.
1: Yeah, Bright Sides, plural.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is confusing. We know. We're sorry.
1: (laughs) Also check us out on Spotify. We post the podcast there, but we also have a playlist of all of our favorite songs.
0: Can you share that playlist in the in on the Instagram? Yeah, I can. Sweet. Very good. Uh, so yeah, that's all we got for this week. Ta da. Ta-da! Goodbye, (laughs) goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, goodbye, Liz.